And we're live. Welcome to TK. TK Talks. Yep, TK Talks. Our for very first recording, so bear with us, guys. It's one of those things. Um, yeah. So this episode is going to be uh, StarCraft first. StarCraft. <laughs> Starfield, I'll, I'll correct you there, T. Alright, well, you know, <laughs> well, uh... I've been playing StarCraft my whole life, so it's one of those things where it's kind of going to be difficult to get it out of me, but I jumped into Starfield recently, and I'll tell you what, man, <clears throat> our first impressions, this is our first impressions episode, and it's going to be fantastic, so. Um, I know, I know you have mixed feelings about this title screen, as well as I do. Yep. I... I love the title screen. I like it, but I wish they would have added a little more, a little like more. a spaceship or two, yeah. or a satellite floating around, yeah, instead of just sense. the planet and the bright light of the sun or something coming along the you side. You know, I kind of really like that starkness at the beginning, because, you know, to me, you're you're greeted with this simple screen, you're like, oh, that's it and then all of a sudden it's bright and you see the stars and the sunrise on the horizon and you're like I felt like it was an eye-opening beginning the first time I saw it I was like whoa that's kind of cool I mean yeah if they would expand on it a little more as you like watch it progress it pretty much just ends with the stars and the sun in the sky yeah you know it would be pretty cool to have you know a space station float by or something right like that. You know, for, for the most part, I, I thought they kind of hit the nail on the head because, I mean, this is a game that everybody's just been agonizing over to play for, you know, years, you know, 20 years going right. on. They want to play Fallout in space. They want to play Elder Scrolls in space, you know. And Bethesda has done an, a, a wonderful job of, of uh, you know, promoting it and keeping everything secret as they've gone. So, it's, I thought that, you know, I thought that it was a good surprising beginning, you know, something stark like that, when you're used to seeing, like, the mountains of Skyrim and others. Right. Or, I mean. Or Fallout, you just, you're greeted with a, you know, a full Like I said, I'm not dissing on the opening screen, the Starfield screen, but I just... I feel like they sh should have added a little. Yeah. Just that little touch, to me, would have made that difference. Yeah. Even even just like a constellation shape yeah. or a constellation logo. Down right. The would have just made it just that much better. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. 100%. What did you think about uh, like the character creation? Honestly, I'm not a big character creation person. Like, through The Sims, I, I literally went with the basic person you can go with. Mm -hmm. And went, yeah, that looks good to me. Standard white let's, guy. Let's yep. go roll with that and yep. see where it takes us. Definitely. I personally didn't spend... See, I spent, I spent probably an hour in the creation design. Yeah, I, know, I literally creation. went with the first person I saw. I felt <laughs> like it was... Um, compared to... When I compared it to other Bethesda games, and I, I played... Pretty much all of them. I started playing in Oblivion. You know, I've, I've gone back and played some of the former ones, but uh, really, like the modern era of Bethesda starts with the Oblivion and Elder Scrolls series. And I, 
I, I felt like the character creation for Starfield, it is really in-depth and is really intuitive, but there was it was lacking in ease, I felt. It wasn't easy to create, you know, somebody that resembled me. Right. Um, and that's honestly what I was going for. That's why I spent so much time. It's like, oh, I want to see my own face on that screen while I'm playing this game. Right. Yeah. And I, I didn't quite get that. It, it took me way too long. It felt like it took me a couple hours to really get something similar. And it, it really wasn't my favorite. By any means. Yeah, like I said, I personally just didn't spend as nearly as much time as I possibly should have. Yet alone, I didn't even go through the options. I just kind of went, yeah, that one looks good. Yeah. And that so happens to be I picked the guy with the mohawk. Pick the guy with a mohawk. <laughs> so. It's inevitable. There's somebody with a mohawk in every one of those games. It's just one of them. Um, so far, what are your thoughts on the game? So far, I really like it. Um, I know you and I are about the same length into it. We're about eight hours in, you know. Yeah. Um, not a lot of time. But, yeah, dude, I mean, it's been exciting. The graphics are wonderful. I know you play on Xbox and I play on PC, which gives us kind of a nice um, a difference right. you know, between us. Perspective between Perspective. the two. You, know, um, you got to see it, play it on my PC this afternoon, uh, whereas I haven't seen you play it on Xbox yet, so I don't know. I don't know eventually we need to get that worked out. Eventually we'll have you playing in the living room and I'll be playing in the bedroom or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, that depends on if we can get the vice to cooperate, though. That, I don't see that being an issue. Okay, good. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Especially now that we got this up and rolling. I don't see that being an issue because my life's 100% behind me on this. That's good. So. I'm very glad. And my wife will most likely come around. But and after all, our wives went to school together, so there's that too. They get along. They get along <laughs> fantastic. So. And our kids get along just fine. Yep. But uh, yeah, Starfield, man. I mean, yeah. What did, What are your first impressions? What do you think? I haven't done, obviously, being a little over eight hours in, I haven't done much of the storyline. You've dived, after what I've seen of yours today. You've done a lot more of the storyline than I have. Yeah. Um, so far, I love the storyline. They couldn't have done it any better. Good. I mean, I love it too. I, I like, just barely into it, getting the artifacts and, and just starting on that, that whole realm. There's, I mean, we're pretty much on the same mission right now between you and I. You're just... I think you're actually farther ahead in the main storyline than I am. I think I ended up on a couple of random side quests, and that's why I've, you know, like, I discovered Earth, like, first thing, you know, and it was for a mission, you know, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy, but, yeah, being able to walk around the moon, setting up an outpost in my hometown in Arizona, you know, like, all of that's just been... It's been it's been a fun experience. And I like not to interrupt you, but I like uh, the fact that no matter what choice you make in the game, it affects the outcome of the story. It seems to, yeah. 
It really does. Because I mean, I've heard that one person on another podcast that I listen to, they uh, they got a a mission, like a little side mission, that um, it uh, that no one else got. He was the only one to get this one mission. Any idea what the mission was? Um, he was in like a spaceship or something. He had docked another spaceship, and the gravity would turn on and off. Oh, really? So he would literally, at times, float up in the air and then come crashing down. Float up in the air, oh, come as crazy. he's shooting enemies. Oh wow! I wonder. I wonder if it damaged him while he was doing I, that. It. I don't yeah. know. He didn't go in. That, super detailed because be he didn't want to really get into spoilers and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, for sure. But no, he and he he said in the podcast that he asked everybody that he knew if they've had that mission, and they're yeah. like, "No, we haven't even heard of that mission. We haven't even seen that mission. Where did you get it? Supposedly, <laughs> he got it off one of the mission boards. Mission boards, or one of those notes that you pick yeah. up for pirates, you know, something like that." But, I mean, I just like the fact that the decision you make in the game could affect the story in some shape or form. Yeah. You could, that decision could make you good or bad. And you just don't know which way it's going to take you. I like the docking system. The docking system is fantastic for the ships. You know, I, I really... Really and honestly, too. if it wasn't for the podcast I was listening, same podcast I was listening to, they explained how to dock it and everything. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that, um, I'd still be trying to figure out how to dock. I mean, granted, I know they like show the, how to dock with the ships that you're fighting, or like in just in dock just in general. Docking, docking in general. And I know they show it in the game, and they. Yeah, they, they kind of teach you. It's a it's a real short blurb, and yeah. And I'm coming from the other side of this because I didn't know how to do it. So the first time I went to dock with another ship, I was going full speed, and I was just boom <laughs> plowed into that ship. My shields went down to like nothing. I was like, oh no, what's going on? But like, uh, I wish that one thing I do wish is they would have gone into more detail on how to do things. I agree with that. I more agree with that. Direction. A little bit, just a little bit more. I mean, I think they they kind of expected like a. I mean, I think their main demographic, you know, if that's even the right term, is probably the standard like RPG player, you know, and you know, even first person shooter player or whatever, where you kind of just pick things up. You already know how to play a game like that. They're. I, it's not a brand new style of game. Right. There's a lot of people out there that are picking up a Bethesda game for the first time, for sure. But the, I think the bulk majority of the people that are buying this game have played Fallout or have played Elder Scrolls in the past. And, and right. Yeah. It's just... I, personally, haven't really played a whole lot of their games to begin with. I pl- uh, yes, I've played a few. Like, I've played some Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Never played all Elder School. Probably yeah. said that wrong, but it is what it is. Elder School. <laughs> um, but I've never played it. Now, Fallout, i played a handful of the Fallout games. See? But I've never been 
like, I need to go out and get this game. Starfield is that game where I'm like, I want this game. That's the game. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> and you see, you you come from more of a background of like MMO and multiplayer. You know, you played a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto. You know, and I don't know if you played like you know Red Dead or any of those. Off and on. You know, went through all that. But what are those Rockstar games? Yes, those are Rockstar, Rockstar games. Does that? So I mean. You were kind of raised in your gaming life playing those, where I was raised in, I mean, other than first-person shooters, I was playing the Elder Scrolls games. I was playing Final Fantasy back in the day when I had my PlayStation 1. You know, I really liked those extended RPGs, the single-player RPGs. That's, that's where my roots are. So this is something that I've been excited about for 20 years. You know, yeah. I've known about it for that long. You know, as, as long as anybody has known about it, I have. You know, I've kept track of it because it's it's something that I've been excited about. Yeah, I I like it too. Um, I know for um, like character create or traits. Yeah, I've got a background of a pilgrim. Yep, and then. For traits, I've got Universal for my first one. Okay. Race Universal. And my second one, I've got Alien DNA. Nice. I was like, if I'm going to have Alien DNA, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> I want to be part of Alien. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> and then I got Spaced for my third. Nice. So, for mine, I went with Kid Stuff, which is one where you end up with parents, which has turned out really cool. Because uh, one of the first things that your dad does for you is gives you, like, a family heirloom 1911 that somebody had years ago. Really? I, I just thought that was the coolest thing. To be huh. in space 2,000 years in the future, there is, Earth is a desolate wasteland, <laughs> and I'm carrying a, 19, a Colt 1911. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I So, kid stuff, I did... Um, introvert, so I like, you know, it, it boosts your stats when you're alone, you know, and I, I enjoy that. I was thinking, because um, in the Fallout series, they had the, the Lone Wanderer, was that, that trait, basically the same thing, the introvert, um, was Lone Wanderer, and you'd get stat bonuses when you were traveling alone without a companion, but your dog, dog meat, didn't count as a companion. So you could have dog meat with you, and you could just rule that game because you were super powerful and your dog, I mean, you could build him up to be a pretty right. awesome dog too, you know. Right. And I'm a dog lover. I've got a German Shepherd at home. So, you know, that's one of the things that I really, really enjoyed with that. Um, and my, uh, actually, to go back one, my background, I did um, long haul. It was long haul, so... Um, I have I do a little bit better. I get those bonuses when it comes to space and all that, and ship flying and all that. So, um, my third one, I believe I did the um, wanted on there. So, isn't that where you're? You've got a bounty on you at all yeah. times. And I actually, this morning, I ran into my first bounty, the bounty hunter. That well, how'd that turn out? Me. Well, um, it took me three times to kill him. 
He killed me. He killed me twice, but I got him the third. The third so time's the charm. You got twice so, the money. <laughs> no, no. I just had to, you know, respawn a couple of times. But no, he he came up to me, and it's and it's this big long, you know, conversation between the two. He hailed my ship. And was like, all right, cool. All right, you know, I'll talk to this guy. Maybe I'll talk him down or something. And it basically came down to give me two thousand credits, and I'll I'll forget you exist. Or we can fight and well I like my money so 2,000 credits well I had like 40,000 credits at the time 2,000 credits was just a little steep so I decided to fight him the first you know all three times but uh, the second time I went through it again went through the dialogue and I was like alright I'm going to be more prepared for this battle I mean the first battle he just creamed me he got around he and I didn't realize he had a friend so I had a ship behind me that just took out my reactor the absolute first thing. So I was like, alright, well the second time I'm going to make sure that I've got both of the ships in front of me while I'm doing this so that maybe I can get the jump on one of them. And I lasted, a, you know, a decent amount of time, a few minutes in the battle. The third time I, I was so fed up, man, I just was like, you know what? I'm not even going to dignify you with a conversation. It says bounty hunter right there. I'm just going to start shooting straight out the gate. And I caught him so off guard, he couldn't even power up his weapons fast enough. I had destroyed the first ship before the second ship even really got an, an angle on me. And I was able to come around, get behind him, and destroy Oh, him. he had two ships? Yeah, there was two ships. Oh. To the bounty hunters. So, and that was the whole thing. The first... The first encounter, I didn't realize that there was a guy behind me. <laughs> what do you think of the dogfights and all that in space? The mechanics of it are actually fantastic. I, I really like the mechanics. I uh, I got into Star Citizen a little while ago. I don't know if you've heard of I've Star heard Citizen. I've heard of it. One of my buddies from work plays it. It's a lot like Starfield, but it's more of an, an MMO. It's, it's got you know all kinds of players playing it all the time. It's been in beta testing for two decades I think they're finally on their alpha now um, I think they came out with it like a month I don't know, it could have been six months could have, could have been a year, it's been a while since I've played but they finally started playing the alpha now, so you're actually playing the game um, but I found their controls because I came, I played that a little bit I played uh, Star Wars Squadrons that just came out, you know, not not too recently when it comes to ship, right? You know, ship combat and all that. And I found that Starfield is more intuitive in almost every way than both of those games. Hmm. And I, it is, it, it it's been great. You know, the way that they did the WASD, where you've got your rolls and your uh, throttle WASD, you know. And then you've got your mouse just rolling it around. It's completely different for you because you're playing on an Xbox controller and I'm playing right. on PC. But, <clears throat> yeah. All the controls in the actual dogfighting experience I think is great. And the, the idea that, you know, the energy weapons will drain shields faster. The ballistic weapons, you know, do damage, more damage without shields. You know, when you go into all those little intricacies then you know how to power your ship in order to actually take combat you know I one of my traits that I boosted I'm like level seven or level six something like that right now um, the traits that I boosted was my um, my ballistics my ship ballistics so I boosted that trait and 
<clears throat> and then I took it over to my starship, the Frontier, and I added a second cannon, so that I had two good cannons. And then when I was actually in combat, I was able to do my power distribution, which I think is another fantastic option, being able to redistribute power within your, your ship systems right. on the fly. Yeah, no, that's that, awesome. How does... I'll get to that in a second, but I have a real big question on how that works with an Xbox controller when you're in the middle of a dogfight. <laughs> it's, it's fairly difficult for me to take my fingers off the mouse while we're, you know, while I'm in a dogfight and run over to the the arrow pad because it uses the arrow keys on the PC. But uh, just just the ability to redistribute power, I was able to redistribute more power to my my lasers, you know, my energy weapons. So that once I could drain their shields faster so that I could get that extra kick of power with the ballistics, you know. And, it, yeah, it's helped a lot. It's been great. So. Yeah, I, for me, it's more, this is my first actual, like, space game that I've actually played myself. So the whole flying your own ship, doing dogfights and stuff like that. It's it's a different thing for me because, like you said earlier, I'm more of the GTA Five, Red Dead, and yeah. stuff like that. And I've done a, some Fable games. Okay, see, I never played any of those. I I can't wait for the new Fable to come out. Really? Yeah. I they haven't done an actual gameplay yet, but no, I can't wait for the new one to come out. I heard it was supposed to be really, really good. Um, but, anyhow, back to Starfield. Um, for the controller-wise, for Xbox, I really don't mess with any of the levels and stuff. Oh, really? I typically do full blast on the weapons. Okay. I keep those fully Wep charged. Weapons and shields? Or just weapons and weapons shields? Weapons and shields, and I have, like, Obviously you don't need two your, marks on... You don't need your grav drive at all. Right. I have, like, two marks on um, the engine. Okay. The rest of it's all... I got three marks on the shield. I believe that's all you can have on the shield. Yeah, at the, at the beginning. It's three shields. Three, yeah, three marks three on marks. the shields. And then the rest of the marks are all on um, the weapons. Yeah. I pretty much keep those fully charged regardless. Yeah, yeah I did. I think I did one mark on the on the missile system um, just because I didn't plan on using missiles very much at the beginning. You know, with the ballistics boost, I, I decided to max out ballistics, and then I, I did, like, double time on the lasers, you know just to make sure that I had enough to get through those shields so that I could ballistic and just shoot them down with my cannons. Yeah. Well, and seeing, like, with the controller to shoot, it's both triggers for both weapons. Okay, well, how do you do the third... How do you do the missiles, then? I haven't figured that part out yet. I haven't figured I didn't, it out. Right. I didn't, never knew that you could do missiles. Well, the Frontier comes with missiles straight out the gate. So oh, yeah. With, on the PC, it's, you know, left-click is shoot is lasers, right click is your cannons, and then your missiles are G, which is the same as grenades huh. when you're playing. So when you're playing first person, it's probably whatever control is grenade on your controller, that's probably missiles for your shot, or for your ship. Huh. Yeah, so I didn't know you, you could do missiles. You can shoot missiles line of sight, or you can shoot them 
with lock on. It's a lot better with lock on. I have yet to hit anybody on a line of sight, but huh. you got to get within a certain distance of the ships, and it it narrows down. That box narrows down, and then you're locked on. That's 100% your missile lock. That has nothing to do with your lasers or your cannons or anything else. That's what that's your missile lock. So huh. you can, boom, boom, boom. You can shoot one missile or I think I've got two missile. Uh, yeah, missile packs. I don't know what you call them. Missile right. launchers. Launchers on my on my frontier now because I upgraded it. Uh, but yeah, how much the missiles are? Missiles are kind of a requirement when you're doing ship-to-ship combat, especially if you've got the wanted trick. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've been just using the main two guns and been taking stuff out. <laughs> yep. I remember when I first took flight in my spaceship out in the middle of space. I right outside the orbit of a planet. I forget which one, but it's at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. But uh. I ended up accidentally hitting the trigger and ended up firing at one of the sh- good ships. Yep, that will do and it. And right now, my guy has like a 1,000 bounty on him. Oh, really? And no one's claimed it yet. That's or funny. attempted to claim it. Yeah. Or asked me to pay it off yet, so yeah. I'm not worried about it right I started, now. <laughs> I started the game with the bounty with the wanted thing, so... But uh, my, my first encounter with doing anything wrong was... Uh, I went, I went through, I think it was a moon base or something, um, on Luna, pretty sure that's what it was, it was a, uh, it was a weapons depot on Luna, Earth's moon, in the game, um, I don't know what brought me to Earth, I don't think it was the main quest, I'd like to think it was the main quest, but I, I don't think it was, I think it was a side quest that I was just getting, you know, going down the rabbit hole on, right, it's so easy to do, but I, uh, I ended up getting to this pirate base and while I was there I found some contraband and once you pick up a contraband item it gives you a big warning a yellow warning that says warning you know if you take this on your ship and your ship is scanned when you get into a friendly system you could get in you know you get arrested or in trouble or whatever. right I was like oh okay cool so I was like thinking like oh maybe it's just like having a stolen item you know when you're uh, in in fallout and you you know you accidentally hit a cop in the back, hit back of the head because you're bored, you know, something like that. And they're like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to take your stolen items and send you to jail. No, I actually went to jail. Like, yeah, how'd that work out? Like, they took me to jail on this jail ship. And I spent, I mean, I didn't spend much time in jail, but I ended up talking to the boss of the jail ship or whatever, whoever's in charge of this, I think it was the Crimson Fleet or something like that. Or oh, that's they, funny. Or they <laughs> wanted me to, um, in, uh, basically, they wanted me to infiltrate. I think they wanted me to infiltrate the Crimson Fleet, and they wanted me to get in there and be, you know, be their spy. Was the whole idea? Huh. You know. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, uh, I never had that experience yet. I don't know if I will or not. It's just more of well, a... It, it's a pretty easy experience. All you got to do is get some contraband and uh, fly into a friendly system. That's what I'm saying is I don't... I've never ran into contraband yet. No? No, not once. Yeah. So I've ran into it twice now, and the second time that I ran into it, I was like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I'm yeah. gonna get in trouble with you and like, yeah, it's not my number one thing that I want to do. Yeah. Well, I. Is there more than one group you can join? Oh, there's a lot of different groups that you can join. There's, you know, the Crimson Fleet. You can be a pirate. You can be a UN. You know, there's there's all different factions all over. The I know. I if joined Vanguard. Vanguard. Okay. I don't think that I've. I think I've been. No, that's the Ecliptic. I've been killing the Ecliptic. You can pretty <laughs> much. You can pretty much join if it's anything like Fallout. You can pretty much join any of them. Huh. So I know in the Fallout games you had the Minutemen, you had um, the Raider gangs, you had all kinds of just. I know options. the Raider gangs. Well, yeah, but Raiders, that's Raiders. the extent to that that I know. But uh, yeah, you could you could join a ton of different factions in that game, and depending on which factions you join, it altered the end sequence of the game. So you could play that game like eight different times. Huh. It so cool. it's back to my original statement where I was like, your choices matters on what your gameplay is. Oh, for sure. Your storyline is. And that's, I mean, <laughs> that's the way it's been with, with Skyrim, with, you know, Oblivion. All of those have been, have been that way. That's the idea of the big sandbox single-player game that they put out. And this is by far the largest one that they've ever done. Yeah. Um, I can't even tell you how many hours I spent on Fallout and Skyrim just forgetting that the main quest existed and just going on my own little side quests and building my house and building my, you know, my fortresses and stuff. Fallout, you can build entire buildings and civilizations. And really? You can do manufacturing depots and, and make your own bullets and really you like hours and hours i probably got 800 hours in the fallout wow it just and most of it is just tinkering around within the settlement building systems yeah i never knew that and starfield is going to be the exact same um i just you know dabbled and i tried to before we we started this recording i tried to dabble in a little bit of everything so that i could give a you know an idea of of what we've what I've accomplished and how I thought of what system is what, and I noticed that the the settlement system for the outposts is a lot like the one that the Fallout settlement system. So you're going to be able to, you, and it costs resources. It costs a lot of resources. You've got to get those raw right. resources in. Haven't figured out how to do that other than mining. Yeah, with your stupid laser cutter and walking around. And literally walked around Earth for, I don't know, 30 minutes trying to get more iron out of the Earth. And I found a meteorite impact, and, and that helped quite a bit, you know. But, but that looked cool. It was cool, but it took forever, you know. Right. So it's one of those things where when you get those raw resources, you really got to make sure that you make it back to the ship so that you can store them on your ship. And... And, you know, increasing your ship's carrying capacity is going to be, it's like my number one thing that I want to do with the Frontier. Um, I haven't figured out how because you can't get an extra cargo hold anywhere around the stupid thing. Um, but 
I, I don't know. I'll, I'll rebuild the whole thing if well, I have to. <laughs> Figure I, it out. I thought there was a way you could buy your a ship. You can buy other ships also, but they range. I think they start. I think one of the cheapest ship that you can buy in the game, at least on like you know, the home home world or whatever. I forget. You know the the name of the world. Obviously, I haven't put that much that much time into it yet. But uh, the first ship that or the the cheapest ship I think is like forty five thousand dollars or fifty really to buy a new ship. Huh. So they're they're expensive, and I mean in eight hours I've I've generated that type you know up to that financially, but. That ship is of a much lower quality than the Frontier. So when it comes to like hit points and speed and travel and everything, you're basically you're getting an X-wing for the Millennium Falcon. You know, right? <laughs> There's ditching, a big difference. You're there. ditching the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. No, I I know I probably been making money doing missions and stuff, but I can't tell you I haven't spent to dime, but. I can't tell you how much money I've got. I meant to look earlier before I left my house. I made it up to about $42,000. The only reason I really noticed how much money I was I had <clears throat> is because my character was so overloaded with all of his stuff that I couldn't walk around without losing all of my oxygen straight out the gate. Yeah, that's another thing is I know there's ways you can make your oxygen levels better and stuff like that. But, and I know a lot of it has to do with weight and how much you're carrying and so on and so forth like that. But I wish the oxygen level lasted a little longer. Because it's one of those things. I actually really like the fact that you can expend that oxygen and move. Because in the Fallout series, or in the Elder Scrolls series, when you over, you know, you're over encumbered, you get you have too much weight, it totally negates your ability to run, period. Like, you can only walk everywhere. Like, I'm right. talking slow walk. Not sprint, slow walk. <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at now. Do, 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 do. You might as well just walk everywhere. You that's, can sprint for, like, half a second. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And it takes forever to regenerate, you know. But, I, I mean, I'm a fairly seasoned Bethesda game player so I have an idea of what that is so I, I looked into that system right out the gate and, and I know my character is going to start with like a zero weight capacity so um, I think it's one of the long hauler traits that actually gives you a little bit more weight capacity I can okay. hold like 150 kilos or something Huh? you know and I remember the first time I landed my ship I loaded all of my inventory onto my dude, and I had, like, 500 kilos, and I tried to walk to the nearest, like, place to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it almost killed me. I, I burnt through, like, half of my health by the time I had gotten Oh, wow. Because if you let that CO2 build, by the time the CO2 maxes out, it starts taking down your health bar. Oh, I, I was wondering about that, because, like, today, I got the red all the way up like and i was still going wow 
And I was I was like, why is my health drop? Yeah. No. Now I know why. Yeah, because you're suffocating yourself because you're carrying two cars on the back. But of your see, shoulders. and that's the thing. I <laughs> I've got two people to go with me wherever I go. I got the robot, and then, um, I believe right now I have the cowboy. Yeah. And I've given, I've got a total of three people right now. Yeah. One stays with the ship. I've given the girl some parts to hold on, some stuff to hold on to. Hmm. I've given the cowboy some stuff to hold on. I've given the robot some stuff to hold on to, and I'm still over. I'm like, how am I over? Uh, I noticed that the like the main thing that weighs the most in the game that I've kind of come across is um, if you end up with ship parts, those weigh ten. Every you know, if you destroy a ship in battle, you get those ship parts. Typically, I think when you when you're in space and you're in the ship, go straight into the ship inventory. Um, but if you're out and about and you pick something up that says ship parts, it weighs ten kilos. Like I mean, if you can only carry a hundred kilos, that's a tenth of your weight capacity. You know, I know that my dude with nothing, no health packs, none of the food or any of the stuff that you can get, no resources, no miscellaneous stuff, just the guns that I want to keep in my favorite spar and my one spacesuit and helmet and my one backpack, he weighs like 60 kilos. So that gives me 90 kilos spare that I've got to distribute between health packs and you know, food or water or boosts or, you know, drugs or whatever, whatever it is, you know, in the game that you, you want to have on you. And ammo, ammo doesn't weigh anything, which is really nice about it. And that's... Really? That streamlined behind, like, all Bethesda games. Arrows really? Don't, arrows don't weigh anything in the Elder Scrolls. Fallout, bullets don't weigh anything. Bombs don't weigh anything. I think frag grenades weigh get a weight off of frag grenades and mines and stuff like that grenades and mines you get a little bit of weight off of those but mm. when it comes to straight bullets they don't weigh nothing how so, does that work well i mean if each one of them weighed you know even 0.1 kilo and you had 800 of them you know i mean you you would be overweight in a heartbeat absolutely huh so i think they just i think they eliminated that early on in, in Bethesda, and that's one of the things that I really like about the game, because, I mean, yeah, no, it's not very realistic, <clears throat> but if I was having to carry around a thousand rounds for each pistol that I had in my pocket, <clears throat> it would be a problem. Right, I'd yeah, be running absolutely. out of ammo all the time. Oh, yeah, the hands down. That's the one thing I noticed with this game real quick. With your guns, you run out of ammo so fast, it's yeah. not even a joke. Yeah. I mean, I got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm fighting the ecliptic, you know, going through the main main storyline, fighting the ecliptic, and I've got that Grendel or whatever it's called, that it's like a bullpup machine gun, and, you know, every time I kill somebody, I pretty much just pick up their ammo and keep running. <laughs> 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 I'm like, all right, where's the next guy? And I'll look at their He's ammo. ammo. <laughs> I look at the guy that I that I just massacred on the ground, and I'll look at him, and I'll bring up his screen, and I'll be like, you know, I've got the extended mag one, so it holds a hundred rounds. And I'll look at it, and I'll be like, does he have over a hundred rounds? Yes. Did it take me a mag to go to get rid of him? 
No. Okay, well, that was a positive effort. Let's get the next <laughs> one. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, no, I... Typically, when I go after somebody... I haven't met met up with the, um, the group you were just talking about. The Ecliptic, yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. I think I'm too soon. I'm not sure. Maybe. Or I just already ventured off and didn't realize it. Something, yeah. Um, I heard it was really easy to get off sidetracked. It is ridiculously easy to get sidetracked. And so, whenever I kill, I mean, mainly I'm after the pirates right now. Yeah. That's who I'm mainly after. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I came across the planet where it had some sort of factory. It's not a robotics, not gun okay. or anything. Um, but pirates are all over this place. Yeah. So, of course, it saved, auto-saved, right as I have, like, an inch of health. No. Oh, oh. I'm like, oh, well, this great. is gonna be awesome. So I spent... Did you jump into it in your ship, or are you, like, in first-person mode? I'm in first-person mode. Okay. Yeah, that's Because nice. my ship's so you... over a thousand kilometers away. I've, I've done that a million times, where you're like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, you spawn into it, and then you're dead. And you spawn into yep. it, and you're dead. And you spawn into it, and you're dead. So you're like, okay, I'll run left this time. I'll run right this and time. And it doesn't I'll do any good. I'll backpedal this time. I'll lay flat on the ground. <laughs> I will just shoot myself in the head. Why not? These games are just so incredible. And so it got to a point later today, earlier today, I should say, um... I actually went back to save file. Yeah. And went, I'll take a break from that one and go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, other than that, overall, if I was, I know I'm a little over eight hours in. Um, yeah. I'm no shape or form that, um, to actually give a rating number. Yeah. But if I were to, a lot of, I've been hearing and reading, a lot of people are giving it a seven. A lot of people are giving it a seven. Which, yeah. I, from what I understand, sevens aren't good, which I'm, uh, I question that. I, I consider seven a solid choice from one to ten, anything less than five being mediocre or bad. And anything above five, I would give it. I would give it a, probably an eight. Or yeah, an 8. same 5 here. Five in my my personal statistics, you know, where I say that it is above average, and probably, yeah, one of the better games that I've played in a very long time. Yeah, same here. Probably since I mean Fallout Four came out. Right. Fallout Four came out. They came out with so many unique things within it, and being able to and and coming from playing Star Citizen to playing Starfield, I mean, I personally am much more into Starfield. It is, it is bar none, a much better game, a much more developed game, much, yeah, just yeah, everything, I, everything about coming it is, from is ten times better. Fable to Starfield, it's, it's definitely get, gotten me back into the choices you make type of games. Yeah. 
it's definitely got me more into those games now that I played Starfield. I'm like, now all I literally all I do when I get to work is I tell all my coworkers, I'm like, listen, I want to hurry up and get the day over with so I can go home. Yeah. And spend an hour. Yeah. Two hour. And or maybe just thirty minutes on the game. Pretty much the only amount of time that I've had is after the wife goes to bed. Once the wife goes to bed, I mean you work nights, so yeah. your wife, your fa- whole family is asleep. You get off of work and you're wired, and your family's asleep. You can play all night, no problem. But well, kind of. I get home from work, you know, mid mid afternoon, and and I've got to do dinner and you know take care of the kids and then do bedtime stories you know watch a movie with the wife and then she goes to bed i jump on the pc and i'm like all right it's my time now let's do this yeah see that's i look forward to that i mean don't get me wrong i used to work days but just recently they moved me over to nights and so in a sense i'm still kind of getting used to it but i'm also used to it at the same time from the past and it by the time I get home, it's 2, 2.30 in the morning. And by the time my eyes are like, no, we're done, it's like 3, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. So I'm usually no later, no longer up past 3.30 is usually my limit. Unless yeah. I'm in a really deep mission where I'm like, no, I got to see this out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do this. I got to got to know where this is headed well i mean it's a it's a fantastic game um, bethesda keep working on these games you know i look forward to elder scrolls when it comes out elder scrolls 6 when it comes out you know fallout 5 eventually probably 20 years down the line or however long you guys are going to do it but yeah i am i am very happy with Starfield so far and I would love to do another update on Starfield, you know, when we get into when more hours in. get a few more hours into it and really do a more in depth dive into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Just our first impressions because that, that's what today is all about. Um, but also, yes, right, today's episode we're talking about Starfield. We are doing everything. We're going to try and cover everything we can. Yep, we're going to co- cover every topic that comes to mind, and you know whether it be football or Starfield, video games, you know, uh, camping, prepping, whatever, you know, any of that stuff that we're interested in, we'll, we'll be all over it. So our uh, our channel's going to be kind of a lot, but it's going to be a fun channel. So yeah, we're have absolutely. A good Which NFL. This NFL. weekend. This weekend starts tomorrow. Go baby. cards. Let's go. Well, it started Thursday. Yeah, but, Thursday. You know. But the main, <laughs> the majority of the football teams start Cardinals Sunday. start tomorrow. So that's what we're really looking forward to. Yeah. I'm curious to know how Hobbs, or not Hobbs, Dubs. Dubs. Yeah, me too. However you say his last me, name. Yeah, uh, he's too new. I don't know his last name. Um, but... From what I understand, he was from another team. Yep. Yep. Um, we did get rid of McCoy. Yep, we did. We did lose McCoy. There's. Um, I think that was kind of a big loss, personally. I, I really liked Colt McCoy. I thought he brought a, a level-headedness to the game from that veteran perspective. But I I know that he was redundant once we got the other guys. So. Yeah, well, and 
In my opinion, yes. Don't get me wrong. Colt's an awesome player and all that. I love Colt. He's a fantastic player. I wish he would have stayed longer. But the way I was seeing it, it was either... It was a either retire time yeah. or get released time. He, he was a veteran. It was, sure. he was, he was up there the in age. And he was at the end of his roster. Um, Murray being hurt, there he's back on the pup list. Yeah. There's, they're waiting for him to say, "Okay, I'm ready to go." Yeah. Which, with that being said, a lot of people are going around and saying that he's not going to be ready until oh, like sure. midway through the season. I highly doubt that. I could see him not, maybe not the first handful of games, but after that, I could see him back in. Oh, for sure. Well, well, Kay, I'd, I'd say that we should save that for another friendly episode of TK yep. Talks. Absolutely. We'll probably finish out the day with. Uh, with a strong note on Starfield, I give it an 8.5. What do you give it? Uh, about the same, 8.5. About, about the same. You get Starfield an 8.5. 8. If you haven't played it, go ahead and play it. It's also on Game Pass. Yeah. If you have a subscription to Game Pass, I highly and highly suggest you install it. Absolutely. It's an awesome game. Definitely worth the download. Yep. Because that game, I believe, comes out to like. Right now, it's at like 101 point something for me on Xbox. Something like that. So, we're going to call this a day, though. You guys have a good afternoon, and we're going to let you go. Yep, and have a good day. All right, thanks.